Today's episode is for wives who want to learn how my guest went from being a banker to now running a nine-figure business based on biblical principles, big biblical pillars and principles. Now, this episode is going to help those wives uh, who are listening to realign and renew your mindset to position yourselves for success. Renewal, my renewal is critical. And that's an ongoing thing over and over again. And this episode is really important because there are so many wives out there who are called to business, who are called to build, who do have this drive to build inside of them, but yet their husbands may not have that same passion for business in that same way. And this episode is going to help those wives who may, as a result, feel a bit unstuck or maybe even unclear on how to build together with your spouse when you don't have the same drive for the same thing. And this is a very real thing. And I want to make sure that you have a resource in this episode and in this podcast to help in that way so you can both build together within your own unique gifts and graces. Okay, enough of this, enough of me talking. Y'all ready to jump into this amazing interview? Let's go. So the big question is this. How do married entrepreneurs like us who have decades of business building experience, how do we break through common communication, productivity, and profitability barriers all while living powerfully in sync? That's the big question, and this podcast is the answer. You see, even if just one of you is called to entrepreneurship, the family is called to entrepreneurship. No, the goal is not the almighty dollar. We're aiming for the almighty impact. What's up? This is O.L. and Sway Buckley. Welcome to the Married Pernod Life Podcast. Marriage Marketplace Ministry. Let's go. Okay, all we are live here on the Married Pernod Life Podcast. And today is a very special, special day. Um, and just so you know, if this is your first time visiting us on the Married Pernod Life Podcast, I am a co-host of this podcast. My husband is not with us for a very good reason. And this is because this is a very special edition for the wives. And um, it's been in my heart for a while to really be more intentional about speaking directly to what we deal with as wives, wifepreneurs, but ultimately um, desiring to be this modern Proverbs 31 woman, but not to, we're not looking to redefine who she is, but we're looking to find her, to find her today in society and to share her story and to encourage other women who are seeking the same path, which is to say, to ultimately stay in alignment uh, with what God has called for them to do in that very unique way as a, as a, as a wife, as um, oftentimes if you're listening to this, probably you're called to some level of business and um, you may have children and then all these different things that go on with this. Likewise, with the Proverbs 31 woman, we can see exactly those different things going on in her life, um, in her home. But, you know, ultimately it's her heart that at the end of that, it said, you know, her heart trusts in the Lord. Like she can, she can laugh at the days to come because she trusts in the Lord. And um, that right there is really a defining factor between a Proverbs 31 woman, you know, whether it was the day in that it was written or today, it's still the, Proverbs 31 woman, it's a characteristics that she um, holds dear to her heart and that she embodies. And um, that's the thing that separates us from women who are not seeking that path, right? So um, I, I really wanted to have a, a resource and a place for other 
like-minded women to come, to listen, to be fed, to be encouraged by other stories of, I like to call them modern Proverb 31 women today in society. And uh, today I'm really excited to bring a very dear sister friend, uh, Jamie Cross onto this episode. And I am so delighted to have Jamie today. And um, just a real quick, I guess, update so you all can know, I, uh, we, my husband and I had, uh, she and her husband on, I want to say a couple of years ago, it had to have been a couple of years ago, prior, right around the beginning of the pandemic, I think, or before that. And it was such a, such a pleasure and a blessing. And I was introduced, I met Jamie. Jamie, I don't know if you remember this, but um, we met at a business event years ago. And then I read um, some of your story about what you're doing, what you've been doing. And I was like, I've got to like connect with her, find her and just build relationships. So I just want to say thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your very full schedule um, to come and share with the ladies here on the Married Penure Life podcast. Everyone, welcome, Jamie. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored to be here. And as you were talking, I was thinking, I do remember meeting you because I remember being struck by your beauty, thinking, wow, just you oh. radiate from the inside and you're all of it, your face, your your soul, your spirit. You're just a beautiful, beautiful woman. So I absolutely remember you, you meeting you. Thank you, Jamie. That's so kind of you. I really, that's so sweet of you. I'm like kind of blushing. Thank you. Um, I, <laughs> you know, when we met, I, um, I was just like, I remember seeing you from a distance and I was like, I have got to find a way to just have a conversation without being, you know, awkward or weird. So I was like, Hey, had this podcast, would you be interested in like in coming on and then just, you know, building a relationship um, from there. And so I just, I just thank God for what he's been doing in you and then just your openness um, to, to, to speak, you know, to, to, to pour in and to have a relationship as well. So I really appreciate that. And, and I want people to know like just the, the gift um, you are and the, the resource you are, the, like the deep well um, that you are, that you're, that we're speaking, I'm speaking to, they don't get to speak right now to you, but they get to listen in on this conversation and um, just to give them a little background. Cause I think this is really important when I'm talking about this modern Proverbs 31 woman, but really who she is today, right? Not necessarily, we're not trying to redefine her, but really to find her today. And your story is so intriguing and so powerful and empowering, empowering that I think that it's going to be um, really um, helpful to the ladies. And I want them to know a little bit about your background. I'm just going to give a little, a little sneak peek and then you can dive on in so they can just hear more about your journey and how that in can encourage them. Um, I remember in our conversation, you were sharing a little bit about how you started before even the business, you had a background in banking. Mm -hmm. And today you are running a, uh, a multi-million dollar company. And all from starting with soap and someone <laughs> yeah. would listen to this, you know, soundbite and blurb, you know, as they do many soundbites in the media today, just soundbite, soundbite, and that's all you hear. And, um, they can run with that and say, oh, that's so great. Wow. She started with banking and now she's like running, doing her own bank. Like she's doing it herself, you know, and, and, and doing and living this, this great life. Right. Um, but and they may think, oh, it just happened. It just, it just happened just like that. Um, not mm -hmm. realizing the journey that has taken place. And I really want to talk about just the journey for you. Um, 
and and the mindset and there's so many questions that I, I mean however much we have time for in this you know short segment but just if you can share a little bit about that journey going from in the banking industry to now where you are today and then as you continue to grow can you share a little bit um, about that process and what had to take place really spiritually and and mentally speaking hmm yeah, you know, um, it's it's funny because over the last couple of years as our business has really taken off, I've shared my story probably over a thousand times easily. And I always talk about, you know, yeah, I came from banking, came home to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. And, you know, like so many stories, I we were struggling financially and Nathan's teaching and coaching and all the financial stresses. But then my soul was so aching to create and build something. And so I remember just, you know, a particular week, it was just like, oh, Lord, this is not the life you you created for us. What am I missing here? And I just, it was so broken before him and, and cried out to him and said, God, show me a billion dollar idea so that I can change the world and leave a legacy for my family. And um, when we went to church on Sunday and that Sunday and our pastor stopped the sermon and said, Hey, there's a stay at home. The Lord just spoke to my heart and said that there's a stay at home mom here who he wants to give a billion dollar idea to. So get ready for it. And after that, it was like, I had a dream and I saw, I saw the whole thing. It was like me pouring these botanical oils. And I, I just knew what waking up, I'm going to start at the time. It was like, I'm going to start a skincare company. I'm going to, so I spent a year studying on my own nursing babies at 2am and you know, studying chemistry, which I had failed in high school. (laughs) And I formulated our first product. And so to talk about like the physical journey of building something, it, it was me learning how to become an entrepreneur, how to define what our product line really was, what does the marketplace really want? And then once I actually launched products, it was like, well, I need to perfect my products. And so many people are it's not about perfection. It's about repetition, right? It's about testing. And there is no success without two things, dedication to the process and experimentation. And so many people think it's like, well, I have to launch it perfect. And then once I've launched it, I can't adjust or change or, or fix things. But the truth is it's, it's kind of a messy process. And, um, and I believe the more spiritually responsible we come and the more we become true sons and rise up into our sonship, you know, cause we have to, we start off as babes and it doesn't matter how long you've been saved. It matters how much spiritual growth and spiritual responsibility you're taking and how much you're really tapping into the Holy spirit and listening and obeying. And, and so I believe the more spiritually responsible we come, the more in tune we become to his voice, the less messy it becomes. Um, but I, I believe, you know, in this, so we, you know, we did farmer's markets and I remember hitting the streets of Denver and Colorado Springs, just peddling soap, talking to stores and talking to owners and, and buyers and peddling $2.50 wholesale bars of soap, you know, and that was the beginning. And then it was like, well, what does the market really want? And formulating new products and then doing farmer's markets and talking to thousands of people there. And then finally, when it was time to scale online, I had really dialed into our brand and it was a very short amount of time after seven years of all that labor and building a foundation and, and struggles and emotional, like, you know, too many people are over, overexposed and underdeveloped. And 
I can't take credit for that quote. Um, I got to meet with a very amazing woman entrepreneur who who sold her business for $1.2 billion. Her name is Jamie Kern-Lima. And she said that. And I just remember thinking that has been the journey of, um, of entrepreneurship is everything that we, the Lord says he disciplines those he loves. Right. And um, to treat it, to, to take joy in that discipline because God is treating you as sons and it produces something in us. And so that process of growing and, and being developed is so that we can handle the ultimate, the thing that we're called to. But um, Mm -hmm. we scaled from zero to six figures in six weeks, and then from six figures to seven figures in less than six months, and then from seven figures to eight figures in less than two and a half years. But it was seven years of building and wondering why everyone else was passing me and why everyone else was getting all this success and, and keeping my head down and knowing that my time would come because we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. And and so I want to speak to the woman who has been laboring. And I, I think about, you know, Hannah who cried out to the Lord and said, God, I, you know, she longed for something. And I think we yeah. we don't stir up that hunger when we go to the Lord oftentimes and we are so comfortable in our society. Mm-hmm. But I believe the honor the Lord honors it when we say enough is enough. God, what is your promise and what does your word say? Yes. And I'm not letting you go mm-hmm. until I get this thing that I'm after. Mm-hmm. And that process mm-hmm. is um, without proper perspective, it's heartbreaking. The process of growth and success and having a team and having employees and um, having influence mm-hmm. can be very heartbreaking if you don't stay mm-hmm. in joy. And so, because it's in the joy of the Lord that the oil of the Lord is present. And so the oil of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. the oil of gladness, the thing that makes you unique is not about the words we say. It's about who is going before us. And when we are in relationship with the Lord, it's his presence that makes us unique, that separates us, that, that makes people drawn to you. And, um, but in order to have the oil of the Lord. We have to be pressing into him and getting the daily yeah. bread and and inquiring of him mm-hmm. and then obeying and and then disciplining our minds. You know, I've been doing these little like mental checks of like, oh man, I've just been stewing on this negative like broken record for the last hour, the last day. Shoot. I forgot to just think on these things that are pure and lovely and good. And it's easier, so much easier to be depressed and to struggle yeah. and to stay there and to, and mm-hmm. here's the thing, and I'm talking a lot here. Feel free to interrupt me. Well, this is good. Um, you're, you're, you're in it. You're like right in it. So thank you. Our society <laughs> has, has created a standard of, you know, we, women were silenced for so long. So now we, we went it, yeah. to the other end of the spectrum of everybody vocalize your struggles, be vulnerable, let it out, girl, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. And, and I think that there is a lethal, um, there's something lethal that happens spiritually when you can wrestle through it privately with the Lord mm-hmm. and in the secret place and let him teach you 
And the more we are open, I think, about the struggle when it's Mm -hmm. happening, the more struggle we have. We're inviting Mm -hmm. this, like, we're inviting Mm -hmm. depression to stay. We're inviting the enemy to come and and have a place when really Mm -hmm. he's under our feet. We... He has no place. Yeah. He's a roaring, toothless lion. That's as far as it gets. It's, he's just very loud and very deceptive. And we have to, we are not yeah. unaware of his schemes. But I believe that there is a power that happens when we get with the Lord quietly and privately, and we str- and we go to Him with our struggles, and yeah. and we keep we keep face. Um, because Mm. we are leaders and as the body of Christ, and I'm not saying Mm. fake it till you make it. I'm saying change your perspective because he says everything will work out for your good. And we have nothing. We, our struggles are not against flesh and blood. Our struggles really, are they really struggles when everything we know is going to work out for our benefit? And he says the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter. We know that we're going to go from glory to glory. So if that's the case, then are we really Mm. struggling or are we just staying babies and staying immature we have a responsibility to grow spiritually and become the whole earth is groaning for the manifestations Mm -hmm. of the sons of god we should be the Mm -hmm. ones solving the problems of the world it's not the government's job we should be the ones laying hands Mm -hmm. on the sick helping the poor Mm -hmm. become wealthy helping the sick become whole and yet it's the believers that are the most broken and the most struggling and we have to change that by taking spiritual ultimate mm. responsibility and it means going against what mm. society tells you acceptable even the faith-based community let's stop listening mm. to the same pool of um superstar pastors and get real and get into the word and say what does the bible say what does jesus mm. say about my situation that's what matters yeah. you know and i think okay. in these end times we have to go against the status quo and we have to realize that there is a great deception over the earth as we Mm. speak and even the elect will be deceived and we have to get so you know it says that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence but the violent and that word violent means assertive the assertive take it by force what does the word say Mm. i'm not going to settle for anything less you got to wrestle through that you have to labor in the word and you have to labor till you enter into that Mm -hmm. rest until that spiritual revelation breaks forth. But I tell you, when you talk about like the emotional journey uh, without perspective, Mm -hmm. without understanding what your covenant rights are, it will toss you around Mm -hmm. like the sea and you will be depressed and you will want to quit. And I can tell you how many times I said, is this really worth it? Lord? (laughs) Help me see um, and show me where your promises are because it's just, uh, you know, you know, look, think about even Jesus is the, his, how many times Jesus said, gosh, my disciples, how long do I have to be with you guys? <laughs> you know, and then mm. being betrayed by right. one of his own disciples. Like we have, mm-hmm. we have, um, experienced betrayal. We have experienced people that we thought were the closest to us, you know, say things, you know, about mm-hmm. us behind our backs. And, and we have, taken risks in business, but are they really risks when you know that the Lord is telling you to go out and do something? And I don't know. I just think it's, Mm. it's, it's much more of a war path to succeed in life than it is to stay babies and to stay in that nine to five and to stay in that small place. Mm -hmm. But you have a responsibility to be raised above all nations and he will do it if you continue to honor him and you don't give up when the you know, when, mm. when, the, when the timing is right, you will reap a harvest. 
so good. Jamie, like you just, you just preach like five different messages all at the same time. Like <laughs> so rich and um, full of wisdom and biblical principles, you know? Um, and that's the thing too, is just, I feel like there are so many, um, I'm going to say the ones we've spoken to so many women, so many wives who are feeling defeated because of the misaligned expectations of what growing and developing truly looks like and what it takes, you know, mm -hmm. um, and that it isn't. And that's why I started off with your story in the way that I did, because most people just listen to the sound bites of someone's life. Like you said, it took seven years just to get to that place of getting clarity, you know, just to get to that place mm -hmm. of saying, okay, now let's do this. Now let's go online and now let's do this. Right. And so I'm mm -hmm. um, just understanding the process. Um, and I've been listening to a lot about um, just the, the daily habits that we keep and just learning mm -hmm. more about and being more conscious about like, what are the habits, whether they be my mental habits, which is definitely important. Um, and then those mental habits have an impact on what we do physically too, right? Because yes, if we think about, okay, I'm going to get up and do this every day, or I'm going to get up and make this, you know, these calls each day or emails, or whatever it may be, or working out even each day, you think you got to think about that first and just have that mental dexterity to, to say, I'm going to mm. keep doing this um, regardless mm. of how challenging things will get, but expect them to get challenging, right? I think sometimes we can go into things and just say, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to win. And then, you know, when the first wind comes, um, it knocks you over because you just didn't expect it to be there versus going into it, expecting there to be challenges, but also expecting to overcome the challenges, you know, um, at the same time. Mm -hmm. So thank you for speaking to that too, because I, I believe that's a big piece um, that many um, wives who are, you know, building businesses, whether they're building businesses as really the one that is the entrepreneur or they're supporting even their husbands in that, how to, you know, encourage them to. And um, can you speak a little bit about that as far as the, the covenant, that union between, you know, husband and wife and um, building together, even with very unique and special roles, um, but yeah. using both of your your giftings, your graces, your strengths to, yep. to really, um, covenant, like those bring being in covenant as well, right? Not just the two people, mm -hmm. but all that you are, all who you are, um, coming together in this, um, beautiful union with, you know, yes. Christ at the center, um, all, all yes. that and what that looks like even in business, what it could look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that you're talking about the Proverbs 31 woman. I don't know about you and I don't know about our amazing listener here, um, but I was taught in certain circles and faith circles that the Proverbs 31 woman was like a stay-at-home mom who just had babies and cooked dinner all day. But if you really right. look at the scriptures, her husband was respected at the city <laughs> gates. Um, I'm going to take yes. a little bit of liberty here in, in how I see the Proverbs 31 woman in that whole uh -huh. passage. You know, she, he was more than likely, maybe he was in politics. Maybe he was like uh, in ministry. He was doing things and mm -hmm. she was providing for the household. She had made servants. She had help yeah. in the home. She was 
out there yes. buying and selling fields, making a profit, calling ships from a pot far, you know, international commerce and, um, and raising her children. And it says that the heart of her husband trusts in her. And so um, Nathan and I have taken that for face value. And where I see a lot of society get hung up is like, well, he's supposed to be the provider and she's supposed to be the one at home, like blah, blah, blah. But what Nathan and I agreed on early on in our marriage is that we were going to let God define us and we were going to use our unique giftings and we were going to figure out how to propel each other within our gifts. And so we discovered very quickly that Nathan is not only not passionate, he he's not called to business necessarily. Now he's the COO of our company, but my goal is to replace him as quickly as possible because he wants to focus on ministry and doing what he does. And then I support him in ministry, but he's a support in the business. And so if we were to leave the financial growth of our family to Nathan, he would be a teacher. That's his trade. And that was as more than likely as far as that was going to go. But I have a an economic driver and, and I think a lot of women do. And I think that's by design. A lot of women, you know, we're intuitive in business and we have these gifts. And I, that's, I think women need to feel released and blessed to pursue business. And there's a way to do mm-hmm. it that is honoring of your family, you know, and there, there are seasons, there were seasons where I was in building mode and, and Nathan was making dinner most nights Mm -hmm. and I was studying or doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and there were nights where like I didn't sleep because I was researching and nursing babies. And so he would, we just would, whatever it took, we agreed that we were going to put the business. Mm -hmm. I mean, the business is what now we wanted to be able to do ministry full time without ever having to write letters or be under someone's thumb or, be relying on a man to write us a paycheck. And so because of the sacrifices we've made, the business is now in a place where it provides and we're able to do full-time ministry, full-time business. And we have a team of people that help us in the home and in our businesses. And, um, but it didn't come without a lot of conversations and then getting back on the same page together. And here's the thing, this is a really good, um, this is where the women are going to be like nudging their husbands, be like, listen to this part. <laughs> but the Bible says, you, the Bible says, you know, that the husband is to love his wife as Christ loved the church. And Jesus came to set his captives free, to set us free. And so I really, Nathan and I have talked about this many times. It was actually Nathan that had this revelation. He said, it's, it is the job of the husband to set his wife free And we, as husband and wife, you know, we submit one to another. And so I submit to his giftings. He submits to mine as the CEO of the company. He's not going to come and override me on a business decision I'm making because he knows I'm operating in my gift and my skill set. And it would be wrong of him, would be a violation for him to come and usurp. Now, I go to him as my first line of defense and my mentor and say, these are the decisions I'm thinking about, these big decisions in business. What is your, and he always gives me godly counsel, but ultimately in the business stuff, he leaves the decisions to me. Now I leave it to him though, at the same time, because I'm a submitted wife. And so, but the husbands (laughs) need to release their wives 
women are depressed today, mm-hmm. I believe strongly because they are trapped in a role and they are not free to pursue mm-hmm. the things that God has placed in their hearts. And does it take wow. sacrifice on both? Yes. He's going to have to mm-hmm. let her like do things and it's going to take time away from the family. But if she stays mm-hmm. focused and she has she feels called to that. And as a, as a family, as a couple, you can come together and say, you know what, I'm going to support you in this. Then, then there will be a harvest there. The Lord is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He's not a user of people. And so we know that, that there will be a harvest, but too often, like Mm -hmm. he's got a rain on her. She's wanting to Mm -hmm. do this thing in business, but she doesn't feel like she, she feels dishonoring to her husband because he's not really supporting her. So then there's like a choke on the life that could be brought forth from her hands. He says he will bless the work of her hands. And, um, and then they don't ever actually see the full fruit of what can, what's possible. But if you look at Proverbs 31, look at how he releases her. Look at how she honors him. But look at how she, like I was in all those years, the times that I thought, man, and we came together and like, is this really worth it? <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Um, I thought to myself, Nathan has sacrificed. Our family has sacrificed. There's no way I'm giving up now because if we stop now, Mm. then we are doomed for a life of mediocrity. And, and when I say mediocrity, I'm not saying that like ministry wouldn't happen, but, um, financial wealth, it's a, it's a tool. We can't truly be the Mm. answer the world is looking for, right? The Bible talks about that. If we can't, if we can't, you know, how many times I've had people ask me, Jamie, can you support this cause? And I'm like, yes, I can write a check for that. We, we should right. be solving the problems of the world financially, but um, I think it rests a lot, a lot of times on her and it's okay, men. Ultimately, she's not the provider. The Lord is the provider, but he, he is going to bless through a vehicle. Right. And so if she has that gift, mm-hmm. that desire, she should be allowed to pursue that freely um, under the headship of her husband. That's so good. I'm sure they were listening. Husband, come, come take a listen to this right here. <laughs> Set me free. This is, yeah. So good. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, just that fresh perspective, you know, and it's, it's a biblical perspective. It's nothing like this whole progressive feminist movement. It's not that at all. It's oh, really, I'm still right. submitted. You know what I mean? It's, it's not that mm-hmm. at all. And, um, it's, it's, it's biblical. It's biblical. So we, we thank God for that. And in closing out, I'd like to find out from you, um, as you've been building over these last several years and, um, when it comes to business, what would you say? How do you, how do you rest? How do you refresh your heart and your soul? Um, your spirit, I ask this because I know there are so many, and then in this culture, it's such a, like just a work until you fall out type of situation, you know? And I know there are seasons that are going to be very intense when it comes to work and it comes to building. But um, when it comes to, when I say resting, I really, just to be clear with everyone listening, as I'm speaking this, it's not, I'm not really speaking about like, how do you rest or vacate and have a good vacation, but how do you rest in Christ? Um, How do you um, Sabbath? How do you um, have that priority in place while working so not necessarily not necessarily instead of building but while building how do you rest Mm, that's such a great question and i think it it does need to be addressed 
in the body because Mm -hmm. I hear people say all the time, oh, I'm working from a place of rest. But what they think that means is that they're not supposed to be working, that somehow God is going to like send mailbox money or, um, (laughs) but we can look at any, you know, look at an athlete and say, is Michael Jordan going to pray that he can shoot those hoops and, and, and like, get a, what is it? I'm not, I don't play basketball, <laughs> you know, like I know, get I know. the, me, the girl, yeah. me, the, the doll, the, the basket. The athletes, right. What if Michael Jordan <laughs> just prayed and he didn't exercise yeah. and he didn't work out and he didn't do the work. He would not be number mm-hmm. one in the world. Right. The same thing in the Bible is so constant about look at the farmer. The farmer yeah. is one of the, I would say probably the hardest working individual as far as careers go he has to sow the seed. He has to water the seed and fertilize and and keep the weeds out and and harvest and then protect the harvest and re- take part of the harvest to replant. You know, there's no there is no like not working in the kingdom. And if people are yeah. struggling financially, look at the work of your hands because he said he will bless the work of your hands. And so. There is a place for dedication and diligence and work and, and hard work. Um, We have it so easy in our society today where we get to put things in the microwave and the toaster and go to the grocery store. But those women, those men back in the day, they were working from sunup to sundown (laughs) and taking one day a week to rest. And so rest is an internal Mm -hmm. state where you have a knowing where you have spiritual revelation where you've gone to the word and you've said, Lord, what does your word say about this situation? And you know that you know, okay, like anytime we have a situation um, where people, I also hear this, like, oh, I'm under attack by the enemy. I'm like, well, that's that's your own fault because we have provision <laughs> to not be under the attack of the enemy. Like he's deceived you into believing. And so the strongholds yeah. that we're to tear down is we're supposed to know what the word says, know the truth. The truth will set you free. When you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But where do we get the truth from? We have to go to the mm-hmm. word. We have to get spiritual revelation. Right. I would say, you know, if you're listening to the pastors and the podcasts for encouragement, that's great. Mm-hmm. But get your truth from the word because that's right. in our society today, 99% is a lot of times that we have 98, 95% truth, but that's not truth. That is actually a lie unless it's a hundred percent. And so go to the word. The Bible says he will lead you into all truth, but you can operate from a place of knowing and a place of rest. When you know your covenant rights, um, actually David Oyedipo is a, a mentor of ours. He pastors the largest church in the world. He wrote a book called um, understanding your covenant rights. And there's principles such as tithing and um, he talks about mm. work and dedication and those things. And if we do our part, I'll, I'll end with this. I know I'm kind of like giving you a long answer here, but no, the covenant good. is we are, you know, people are, are like, bless me, Lord, do these things for me, God. But I always like to compare it to, you know, you're for any of the, our listeners out here who have, so if my 13 year old came to me and said, mom, can you make me a bottle? <laughs> right? Like my one-year-old has a bottle and I would give my one-year-old a bottle, but I expect my 13-year-old to go make himself some breakfast and a piece of toast. And he knows how to go to the shop and go to work and, 
and like send me an invoice and ask to get paid. And, you know, he does things that 13 year olds do, but we have believers who are still behaving like babies Mm -hmm. in their relationship with the Lord. God, do this thing for me. And he's like, I gave you dominion. I gave you the way and the pathway. Stop fasting and praying for it. Go get to work and go work Mm. out the promises of God in your life, which takes spiritual discipline. It Mm -hmm. takes overcoming. It takes becoming. It takes growth. And um, it takes not letting the deception of the enemy come in and cause you to be led astray. And so he says he will raise you above. He says he will bless the work of your hands. And I'm, you know, I'm speaking a lot specifically to business, but there are so many promises, our health, our, um, the way that we operate in joy and peace. Like we have these joy is a covenant, right? As believers, we, we can, no matter what is happening in our situation, it doesn't matter what our circumstances tell us. Mm -hmm. It matters what, and then we have to stand when every, when we've done all we can, we stand. And so, um, So the answer is knowing the truth. Go to the word for truth. Go to these pastors and these podcasts for encouragement and sharpening, but go to the truth. Go to the Holy Spirit for your truth, for truth. And and then um, get it, meditate on it till it becomes light in your inner man. When you get revelation, revelation is equal to like, if I'm holding up this little yellow sticky note and somebody comes along and says, that's a pink sticky note. I say, no, it's it's yellow because I can see it. That's what spiritual revelation right. is. It's when you have done the work mm-hmm. to labor and meditate in the word to where that one passage becomes like, no, I see it now. I cannot be, I cannot go backwards because the Bible says yeah. the path of the righteous shines brighter. I cannot fail because the path of the righteous shines brighter. I cannot be depressed yeah. because he says he take on the spirit of the, the oil of joy for gladness, for the spirit of heaviness, right? Go enter into, you know, uh, put on the garment of praise. And so knowing these things and getting light in here is where it's at. So um, we have to become disciplined as believers and stop acting like children and stop being children and rise up and grow up as, as sons. So good, Jamie. On that note, I mean, so many That's mic hard. drops. I think I just kept picking. I kept dropping the mic, and then I would pick up the mic, and then I would drop it again, and then I'll pick it and then drop it. So, thank you for just that that wealth of wisdom and just being so really transparent and getting right to the to the heart of the matter. Right? It's no fluff here. It's just like, listen, we got to grow up. We got to be disciplined and going to the word for our truth and and making sure that is the foundation of all that we are thinking and doing. And so, you know, it's, it's pretty black and white, but there's so much going on out here that it's easy to get, you know, I like to say this, this little phrase that, that drifting is subtle, you know, drifting from, from the truth and understanding is subtle if you're not intentional. Right. And it's so subtle that you don't may not even realize that you're drifting until you see the fruit of that drift. And you're like, wait a minute, what's happening? Well, you drifted, you know, so thank you so much. Thank you so much. For that i appreciate it um i know the ladies the wives and i'm sure the husbands are listening in as well too so fellas y'all are welcome um as well and jamie can you share with everyone where can they find you or connect with you or learn more about what you're doing and business and all those good things thank you sway you're so amazing and such a breath of fresh air um probably the best place would be oh. the her um you can find me on instagram at jamie cross official but the her you can find all of it. 
awesome. Theherefect.com. And I'll make sure we put that in the show notes as well. So they can head right on over there and connect with you there too. So thank you again. Okay. See you soon. Welcome to Enjoying the Journey Together. I hope y'all didn't think I was going to leave that part out. Sis. Bro, if brothers, if y'all in here too, you're welcome. But I'm just like, man, was that not so rich? I actually am going to go back and listen to it again myself. So one of the reasons I wanted to have Jamie come on to kick this whole series off is because of such the 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 transformation that she went through and is still going through from the beginning to where she is now, but just the realness and transparency of like the time and consistency and the work that is needed to be done on yourself through the word of God, right? There is a thing about working on yourself, but it's like also making sure that you're clear on the promises that are yours and making sure that you are aligning yourself and you're being disciplined and persistent to do what you're called to do in the little things. And so this, this right here, this little segment, although short, it's the shortest one of them all. Uh, it's, it's, it's short, but I want you to take a good listen and to apply it. So what we do in this part, as we shut down the, the episode is really give you practical, actionable steps so you can see and get traction quickly and, and quickly may not be overnight you're going to get what that promise is or you're going to realize what it is that it is when i say realize like actually walk into it um within the next week or 24 hours that just depends on where you are now and what that is and how much discipline is has to happen between now and then and all the things that have to happen within our own self so what i'd like to do right now for a few moments is just to give you a few challenges the first challenge would be to ask yourself this question what are some things that you may, or some ways that you may have gotten laxed in, in what you know you're called to do as a wifepreneur, as uh, someone who is building business or businesses, where have you gotten lax? And then the second part is, what are you going to do to fix that? How are you going to stay renewed in your mind now? Jamie, she did keep saying like the importance of making sure that we're getting our truth from the word of God and not uh, relying on others to bring us truth. They, they're just bringing encouragement, right? But we have to get our truth from the word of God. And once we have that encouragement coupled, that, that goes on top of the word of God, it really makes for a great, um, a great place of consistency and, uh, and truth in that too, because then you can truly discern the truth <laughs> when you know the truth, right? As she was giving that example of the yellow sticky note, post-it note, and knowing once you know that you know that you know something, no matter how many lies are going on around you regarding the thing that you know, you're not confused by it. You're like, no, this is a yellow post-it note. So likewise, what need, what truths do you need to, to really dig your heels down into so that when you are confronted with challenges, as we all are, and hurdles, as we all are, that you understand the truth is a truth and you're going to keep going and you're not going to be so easy to, to give in or throw in the towel. And so I, I hope that this has been encouraging to you. I want you to take these few questions, really ponder them, think on them, write them down, meditate on what you need to do, and then actually do it. That's the thing right there. Actually do it. So I really do hope that this first 
episode has been encouraging to you, has been freeing to you in so many ways. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to get your your thoughts on on this. And I have so many more in mind that I'm actually already working on interviews that is and bringing them to you just so we can have a place, have a resource for us as wifepreneurs and uh, as we build and build biblically speaking, right? That's that's the foundation of everything we're talking about here on this entire podcast. Okay, so do let me know. You can reach us, connect with us over on uh, IG primarily is, in, uh, what is it? Marriedpreneur Life. <laughs> and you can also connect. We're on Facebook too under Marriedpreneur Life as well. And I'd love to hear your your feedback. I'd love to hear what your takeaways are and have been. And um, for those of you who are seeking more insight and even like getting systems in place to build in the way that you know what you're supposed to build and, and be disciplined in that, I definitely recommend starting with our our Marriedpreneur Operating Systems Checklist. You can get that over at marriedpreneurlife.com. Marriedpreneurlife.com. Okay, until next time, keep living purposefully, powerfully, and profitably in sync. Ready to drop them bars, hubby? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, we here. Hi, girl. Okay. <laughs> Check it out. It's like, hmm, okay, it's OL and Sway what? back again. Another episode, press play, now you, you in. Motion to build out your legacy. Family imply your marriage plus ministry. What? The content is real life in real time, yep. Mm-hmm. A little more to help you both soar and step. Same page where we know you want to be. Yep. And know it's not as easy as one, one two, two, three. three. It's more like three, two, one. Yep. Where you got to plan your work, work your plan and have fun. And yep. anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like, make this reviewable. Anything you two will call to is doable. Hit subscribe, press like make it reviewable peace peace anything you call to is doable press subscribe press like make this reviewable for the people in the back (laughs) that's a wrap guys maybe let's see if it was recording